morning uh, when I was a kid that there was this fantastic show that Melbourne had. You were lucky, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I know. We loved it. In Victoria. Hey, hey, it's Saturday and it was a morning show, Saturday mm. morning show, and I absolutely smiled with delight when it became a national TV show on a Saturday night and we got to see it up here. Can't believe it. Hey, hey, it's 50 years. It's happening on Sunday night and we've got the very wonderful Mr. Daryl Summers. Yay! Good morning, and Laurel, you're so modest. You should have said you were on because you were on the show. You did fetus and gender bender, and oh, oh. we had great fun in that at that time. You felt like you were being invited to a very special party, and I don't know whether anyone can ever explain the chemistry that you all had on Hey Hey It's Saturday. I always likened Hey Hey to having. Uh, my own sandpit. In the early 70s, when the show was sort of commissioned, we had carte blanche really on a Saturday morning uh, because it was a non-threatening area. It wasn't like prime time where, you know, if your ratings are down for two weeks in a row, they'll move the show or they'll cancel the show or whatever. We did 14 years apprenticeship on a Saturday morning and it was like having, as I said, your own sandpit where you invite your mates around. The show grew organically where we added sound effects and then John Blackman. We sort of um, could do anything, and we found that we had a really easy and natural rapport uh, between Ozzy, John Blackman, and Murray Tregoning, who was our sound effects man. I added Wilbur and Red to the show as the token young ones, if you remember that mad English show from many years ago. 1984, we went to nighttime. We had our own cartoonists we had supers going across the bottom of the screen. So by the time you had the cartoonist and the supers going across the screen, and then eventually we had Pluck a Duck, up would pop Dickie and do lines with John's voice. That came about because I knocked my knee on the desk one morning and said, oh, my goodness, I think I've got a Dickie knee. <laughs> and quick as a flash, John said, G'day. And I said, what are you? He said, I'm Dickie Knee. And that started Dickie Neath. The Angel, if you remember The Angel from many, many moons ago, which was just a, a Barbie doll with wings on it that our director's wife made. And Phil Lambert, or Lucky Phil as he was known, would put uh, this black sleeve on and then hold the angel against black and it would be superimposed beside us in a very sort of crude manner. Um, and I'd talk to the angel. Well, that came about because I held a little picture that a five-year-old had sent in of the little angel and it had buttons stuck on it and everything. It looked so cute. So I couldn't help myself. I said, hello, little angel. Once again, John. Hello. And then that began the voice of the angel and the angel became a part of the show. I'm going to wind the clock back a little bit. I remember I grew up in country Victoria, a little place called Bairnsdale. We only had one television station and it never showed Hey Hey It's Saturday. My favourite thing to go to Melbourne to visit my auntie Joan, I'd slip out of bed early, pad downstairs, no one around, switch on the TV and I loved watching Hey Hey It's Saturday. It was a really special treat. Did things change majorly when you moved to nights and then a network show around the country? Saturday morning was a very relaxed. I guess we were there in some people's minds. We were like a babysitter. In 1984, we moved to 9.30 till midnight. It was kind of relaxed and it was it, we were on and people were just sitting relaxed and enjoying it. And halfway through 1985, we went to 6.30 at night till 8.30. We were conscious of the fact that we needed to get the pace moving uh, because that was a, a more, you know, cutthroat, prime time area and people were sitting there. So 
saying, come on, entertain me. And then we added more people and more different segments. We're always trying to come up with new segments. So oh, I'm glad that... Was that Auntie Jane? Did yeah, Auntie Jane. She's still with us as well. <laughs> I send her my love. I'm glad she had she had a television set for you to, uh, to turn on, even though she didn't know you were watching it. I did have to keep it fairly quiet because I get a slipper thrown at me from the bedroom. So. <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> she had a good shot too, didn't yeah, she? she? Good did, aim. Uh, well, our very special guest this morning is Daryl Summers. Hey, hey, it's Saturday, celebrating a big night on Sunday night. We'll find out in just a moment other big stars appearing. Laurel, Gary, and Mark. Classic hits 4KQ. Daryl, as part of his 50th uh, anniversary, will we be seeing the return of the wonderful Jackie Mack? Uh, yes, Gary, you will. I did a Zoom with Jack. Willie and John are there. Uh, in person, but we were restricted greatly with COVID, with uh, no audience. But that's how we started. When we in the early days, we started with no audience. There'll be enough in there to stimulate memories for people to enjoy. My all-time favourite, sitting there watching at home, was looking at pluck a duck's legs, especially when you used to have a pretty contestant on the on Chook Lotto, and Plucker would get just a little close, but always loved the pigeon-toed legs. Yeah. Everyone remembers Plucker's legs because they were quite thin. And uh, the person as Plucker was actually a very good swimmer, but had uh, quite uh, slim legs. And uh, <laughs> And, and so, but we never name the person. In fact, I, as in Aussie, I always treated Aussie as being real, and uh, and Plucker, uh, in my mind, is is real also. The funny thing with Oz that I always looked at Aussie, and spoke to Aussie, never to Ernie. But there were some people who would look behind Aussie and stare at Ernie uh, <laughs> as, if, as if Aussie was in the way. In the 70s, when Aussie and I would go and do shopping centres and appearances, one particular manager of a shopping centre said to Ernie, uh, now, where would you like to change? Uh, <laughs> thinking that <laughs> Ernie had the longest neck in the world and would fit into the actual Oh, that's I thought, my God. Hey, Daryl, on that, with the dicky knee, I always wondered, would John start talking and then have to get the head up really quickly or would the head pop up knowing that John was about to do the voice? John would talk and quick as a flash, Crystal would up would pop the head. I always was amazed that they, they were so in sync and sometimes Crystal was somewhere else getting a prop <laughs> and we'd start talking to Dicky, and there'd be just the voice. And I would say, are you feeling unwell today, Dickie? And by that time, either Crystal or someone like Phil Lambert, lucky Phil as we used to call him, would dive on the floor, grab the, <laughs> grab Dickie and pop him up in front of the desk. And then um, there are other times when some of the guys would try and play a practical joke on me by putting things on the front face of uh, Dickie, um, <laughs> which I won't go into what the, you know, what the jokes were. We're in the throes of launching. I think it will be, could almost be up today, Friday, or it might be, it certainly will be up by next week because I mentioned it on the show, but heyhey.tv. Heyhey.tv is going to be uh, the home for all things Hey Hey. We digitise over 800 shows and uh, hopefully people will enjoy it. 
They certainly will. Congratulations, Daryl, on uh, what is an incredible show. Saturday nights haven't been the same without it, but thank goodness we've got Hey Hey TV to look at. And it's on Sunday night on Channel 7 and 7 Plus. Hey Hey, it's 50 years. You can uh, see it on TV. Thank goodness. Daryl, it's always an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Lovely to talk to an old cast member. (laughs) Uh, And... And thank you, uh, Gary. Thanks, Mark. Uh, And uh, enjoy Sunday night. Thank you.